Uh, you speak to um, a challenge that many of um, our nonprofit leaders struggle with is that it's like, oh, well, we're a good cause. We're doing good work. People should just give to it. And it's the same thing in business. Like you're doing good work, right? Like why aren't people just flooding your doors? And it's like, because you're not clear about your messaging and you're not attracting the right people. So the same thing goes in the nonprofit space is that you have got to be clear with your messaging. That is my good friend, Mary Vononi. She's a fundraising coach, trainer, and author. She helps nonprofit and ministry leaders raise more funds and have more freedom. She also is a former development director for Special Olympics, the ALS Association, and the American Cancer Society. With over 20 years of fundraising experience, she has coached thousands of individuals and organizations through her proven seven-step process. She is also the award-winning author of the book, Fundraising Freedom the co-author of Fully Founded Academy and co-host of the Fully Founded Podcast. In this episode, I feel it's a great starting point for a conversation for the two groups of people. One group is a nonprofit organization leaders and ministry leaders, and one side is Christian entrepreneurs, CEOs, and kingdom leaders. Because you see, God called both these groups uh, differently, but to create impacts actually together, right? And so in this episode, we talk about some practical tips that for both group of people that we can apply uh, in our business, and also some mindset perspective for both groups and so much more. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. Now, let's share with Mary. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Welcome to the show, Mary. Yay. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, in the introduction, I already tell people how awesome you are. and But we always like to hear, you know, we have the expert yourself uh, to tell us a little bit about your journey and how did you arrive today to do these awesome things in the kingdom? Yeah, well, so I, I started right out of college. I started working for organizations like Special Olympics, the ALS Association, the American Cancer Society. And then um, my dad passed away from cancer while I was working for the American Cancer Society. And it was one of those things where you're like, you're helping a great cause and then all of a sudden, the most important person in your life is taken by the very cause that you're trying to help. And um, that next year just kind of threw me into um, a kind of a roller coaster of emotions. Because, <laughs> you know, like when a loved one passes, there's something about, you know, just questioning everything. You know, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this, you know, what I'm called to do? And um, that next year, I decided that I was going to 
go pursue my dream of being a consultant in the nonprofit space. And so, um, and my husband was like, why are you not helping people all over the world? And I was like, yeah, that's a great question. Why am I not? You know, and so, but I loved my work and it wasn't like I, you know, so many people talk about, oh, you're, you know, leave from your, your day job into your dream job or, you know, freelancing and, and all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? I love what I get to do. And so I didn't really want to leave that, but I was really excited about the possibility of helping a lot of people. So today I get to help thousands of nonprofit leaders, mostly ministries and missionaries, raise their funds and get fully funded. So um, just raising more money is just, I don't know, it, it, I'm, I'm a fundraiser, but most people are like, it's not a career that people, you know, necessarily dream of having. And so <laughs> I, I just, I love, I've always loved sales and marketing and fundraising. And so, yeah, that's what I get to do today. <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, I want to ask a question. You know, um, most of us, when we uh, saw, think of uh, fundraising, uh, we right away think, of, well, it's just basically one side to ask the other side for money, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you actually, but, you know, I, in my, in my heart or in my gut, I just did not, I, I don't think that's it, right? Yeah. So can you kind of define for us what is a fundraising? Yeah. Well, so raising funds, you know, in the nonprofit sector, I always tell people that I'm like, it's actually business times two. So it's the it's the mission side of what you do. And and then there's the fundraising side, which is the finances. And in order for a nonprofit to be successful, they have to have somebody funding the mission. And if the person on the other side can actually pay the bill, so like the people you coach or I coach, if they can pay the bill, that's that's a business. Um, but when you start looking at the nonprofit sector, I'm like, somebody has to fund the mission. Somebody has to pay the bills. And so that's really where fundraising comes into play. And, um, and, it, and it really is so much more than just asking for money. It's inviting somebody into the mission. And, you know, so many people that are, you know, listening to this show have the ability to financially give, but they don't have the ability to actually go out on the mission field. Uh, whatever that is, whether that's, you know, cancer, Alzheimer's, whatever, or it's, you know, a faith-based mission where they're going and feeding the hungry in Africa. <laughs> so, it, but we we don't have that ability to just leave everything and go for an entire year or a decade. But there are some people that are called to that. And so uh, fundraising just allows us to join the mission with our money. And to be invested in a way, um, maybe not so much with a lot of our time, but that time that we invest in our businesses, that that time translates into finances that can be put into the hands of of ministry and nonprofit leaders to go fulfill the mission. So it's really, I, I look at fundraising as a is is really a part of the mission, and it's it's a partnership between the donor and um, the actual boots on the ground for that mission. Yeah, I love that. I love what you said that it is invite people to into a mission. Yeah. And now a lot of uh, my clients that, you know, one of the things we do, it's uh, uh, I figure that if I got to ask them, say that's a set uh, revenue goal, uh, some of them or a lot of them, they were like, 
not sure, but if I ask them, say, uh, let's start to tell me what is your giving goal in next 12 months. Oh, that was easy then. That, then they will be so excited to tell me, oh, you know, uh, which organization they are thinking or what kind of courses they are thinking. And I think that it's, um, I think a lot of uh, the audience of this podcast, you can you can resonate with it. So I purposely bring this up kind of I hopefully will encourage that those people that you are in the nonprofit organizations, you know that, you know, I mean, the people are looking for places to give, but we just don't know, sometimes not sure which organization we can trust. Therefore, I want to kind of ask Mary right now, can you also kind of tell us that when we are looking into uh, organization uh, causes to give, what are some, maybe some key things we can look into it? And so we know, okay, they are legitimate. They are, they can be trusted. Yes. And thank you for asking that because um, this is actually what I do to help nonprofits prepare for you. <laughs> so, um, so many organizations, they find themselves in a place where, you know, they, they, are doing good work, but they're not great at communicating how good they are doing at their work. So on my side of things, I'm working really hard to make sure that they document all of the information so that when you reach out and say, hey, I'm really interested in hearing more about your cause, they can readily send you financial information, they can send you their mission, their vision, all of the details about what it takes for them to fulfill their mission. And and typically what that is, is um, for a donor, somebody on your end would say, hey, I'd, I'd love to see some you know giving opportunities, some ways that I can get plugged in. And what I'm trying to do is get them to create a case document, which is basically just an eight page packet that they can send to you. And then you have every detail of that organization. You know, how are they gonna spend my money? If I write a check to them, here's how they're, how my money is gonna make a difference. But the things that I'm looking for as like putting my donor hat on, um, the thing that I'm looking for when I'm reaching out to a charity and seeing whether or not it's something that I can be a part of is, is this something that I can invest in? Like not just my money, but can I invest my time in this? Can I invest, you know, for the long term with this organization? I know a lot of people, um, they have, you know, different opinions on this. Some people are like, I like to sprinkle, I like to like help a lot of different causes and maybe give monthly here, give annually here, maybe pay for a project here. So each person is just so unique in how they like to give. Um, but I just, uh, there's something about being in it with an organization for the long haul, understanding the leadership, getting to know the leadership, and really trusting that they're gonna do what they say they're gonna do with the money. So um, having a conversation with somebody in leadership at that organization, I think will tell you, I mean, it will give you so many answers to whether or not, can they actually do with my money what I want them to do with my money. <laughs> so so I would I would highly encourage you if there's a, a charity or a cause that you're looking at, just reach out and say, hey, I'd love to have a 20 minute conversation with somebody in leadership and just hear more about what you guys are doing. And if they can clearly articulate what they're doing and how they're making an impact, that's a really, really great sign. Uh, you can also go on websites like Charity Navigator or Better Business Bureau. There's lots of websites that you can go to where you can just type in the organization's name and then it'll give you like a basically like a health assessment 
on that cause? How much money is going to their program? How much are they spending on admin fees? So that's also, if you're like super numbers and you're like, hey, I wanna see like, how are they spending their money? Um, That's something for you. But I know we all are hardwired in a different way. I'm a bit of a feeler, you know, like I, I, I can see an organization, I can connect with them and be like, man, this just feels good. <laughs> like it just, it feels right. It feels like, you know, this is, this is an organization that I can really stand behind and it um, aligns with my values. It aligns with what I want to do in the future. And so that's usually a good sign as well. So those are just a few ways that'll help you navigate through this. But I, I, I just, uh, you know, tell my students all the time that I'm like, people give to people. And so if you like the people, and you trust the people that are running the organization, um, that's usually a good sign that you're giving your money to the right place. So hope that helps. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I think um, I oftentimes I mention to um, my clients because some of my clients actually they have, um, sometimes they have their for-profit business going on, but also have nonprofit fund- foundation yes. going on. And in the end of the day, just that like you said from the very beginning, um, you are in business, you know, it, it, it still requires you to somehow uh, people can find you and your message, you have to be sharp and concise so people can understand what you do, uh, what kind of impacts you're creating. Would you say pretty much, you know, uh, well, our mutual friend, you know, Mike Kim just come out of the boat. You are the yeah. brand. Mike, we got, I got, we got charge you a sponsor fee on this one. So, <laughs> So what I mean is, uh, just like my mentioned in his book, you are the brand. In no matter you are ministries or nonprofit organizations or your business, that you need to have your brand message clearly defined. Yes. Will you will, will you say that it's? I mean that that that's what it is. Yeah. Well, and to you speak to um, a challenge that many of um, our nonprofit leaders struggle with is that it's like, oh, well, we're a good cause. We're doing good work. People should just give to it. And it's the same thing in business. Like you're doing good work, right? Like why aren't people just flooding your doors? And it's like, because you're not clear about your messaging and you're not attracting the right people. So the same thing goes in the nonprofit space is that you have got to be clear with your messaging. And um, I'm glad you brought up Mike. Mike is actually my um, business partner when it comes to helping missionaries and ministry leaders. And he, uh, you know, I sat back and watched him brand Um, our fully funded academy program that we lead. And I'm just like, you know, we're helping missionaries raise money, you know, but it's like he made sure that it was so clear on, you know, how we were helping missionaries raise those funds. And it's the same, you know, so I watched the, the business side of it and I was like, yeah, every nonprofit, like, you know, even if you're running a business and you're running a nonprofit, like you're saying, you have to treat that nonprofit not like the kid's sister or the like, oh yeah, we kind of do this thing on the side. It's like, no, like you're running two businesses, one where the clients are paying the bills and a nonprofit where donors, a whole different donor base is paying the bills. So it's, uh, yeah, it's so important that you look at both of them in the business perspective, come with that same, that same mindset. Yeah, exactly. And for us, you know, no, uh, no matter it's money or time effort, this is really a stewardship 
uh, topic, right? We are talking yeah. about. And, you know, Mary, you are also is the author of a award-winning book called Seven Steps to uh, Fundraising Freedom, Seven Steps to Build and Sustain Your Next Campaign. Can you tell us a little bit about that book and also the seven steps? I have a hunch, basically that's seven steps. Uh, we pretty much can apply to also for the for-profit businesses yes. as well. Yes, absolutely. Well, I don't know how much if you followed Dave Ramsey or any of your listeners have followed him, but I was paying off all my student loan debt. This was oh, quite a while ago, <laughs> maybe uh, 15 years ago or so. And, um, and when I was going through Dave's seven steps, it was financial freedom is what he was saying. And I'm like, okay, if we can pay off our debt in seven steps, we should be able to fundraise in seven steps, <laughs> you know? So I just felt like fundraising got so overwhelming where people are like, oh my gosh, I have to ask people for money. And, you know, I got to do car washes and bake sales. And, and I'm like, no, you don't have to do any of that stuff. <laughs> you know, we just were overcomplicating everything. And so um, I broke down the fundraising process into these seven steps. And like you mentioned, I these seven steps have been so effective, um, not only in helping people, you know, teach them how to fundraise, but it's also been really effective for my personal business and for taking these steps through the process. So um, it's an acronym for for the word freedom. So it's just really easy to remember. Um, and basically, it starts off. I'll just quickly run through what they are. But the first one, the first, uh, the F of freedom is focus your vision. And this is really where, like, you know what you want. You know how much money you want to raise or how much money you want to make. And like you said, you you give them that giving goal. So it's like that vision of, I want to give this much away. And then you can build everything else around this. I often say that focus your vision is all about putting the right destination in your your GPS so it's like, oh, we actually get to the destination instead of being super confusing. So focus your vision is that first step. The next one is run your research. We're so much more confident if we do the research and what we want to, you know, like where we want to go and what we want to do. So research is so important. And then um, we get into enlist your team. Um, enlist your team is one that in the nonprofit sector, people really struggle with because they're like, oh, they kind of feel like Lone Rangers. But I see the same thing in the business space where we're like, hey, we're a solopreneur. We don't really need a team. We got this and too many people, too many hands in the pot, whatever. And I'm like, you know, and I know the power of building out a team, having that, you know, administrative assistant or that, you know, executive assistant who's helping with, you know, the details or bringing on team members in a variety of different ways. And that's where Enlist Your Team comes into play. Then you can start to do your branding, which is enhance your brand. Um, and that's, you know, colors and what people say about you. And we all know about branding. Um, but a lot of our nonprofit leaders jump into branding very mm -hmm. quickly and they forget that it's like you need the buy in from your volunteers and you need the buy in from the community in order to get your message out there in a much bigger way. And same thing for us. You know, we, we have to have people say, yeah, that's a good idea. I like what you're doing there. Um, and then the next step is deploy your team and deploy your team is all about sending people out. It's like, it's word of mouth, you know, it's word of mouth marketing where people are saying great things about you and you cannot pay for that marketing. There's nothing better than having somebody else say you're amazing. And so like Kelly, me being on your show and you being on my show, it adds so much validity to say, Kelly's amazing. Like if you're not working with Kelly, like 
there is something wrong with you, right? And so, you know, bringing other people to the table to say, hey, I vouch and I say, wow, you know, Kelly's amazing. Uh, that adds instant credibility to the work that you're doing. So that's the D of freedom. And then the last two steps, O and M, O is organize your ask and M is make your difference. And organize your ask is all about um, just asking people for money. I know we all struggle with like making the ask. There's just something about, oh, now we wanna like ask somebody to give us money in exchange for a product or service. And somehow that feels uncomfortable. But if you do all those steps that I mentioned before that, focus your vision, run your research, enlist your team, enhance your brand, deploy your team, now all of a sudden you're like, I can go ask and I feel really confident doing it. I've got the testimonials behind me. I've got great branding. I've done my research. I know my people. I know the destination where we're going to be. And now asking for money is kind of like, this is no big, <laughs> like they're already leaning in. They already want what I have. So it's not so difficult. And then of course, make your differences. Go do what you said you're gonna do. <laughs> like go help more people, go change the world, go make a difference you know, in what you're doing and thank people. You know, Recognize who brought you, who was with you along the way. And then you just rinse and repeat this process. And um, I cannot you know, tell you, I mean, I've helped charities who are you know, just getting started. They've, they have this dream in their heart of starting a nonprofit. And we've walked them through these steps and they have, you know, <laughs> I mean, they're raising six figures, seven figures, eight figure building campaigns. Like they're doing really, really incredible things, but they're just following this simple seven step process. And, you know, same thing with my business. It's been extremely effective for me to just be like, what do I want? <laughs> like I, oftentimes we just don't even know what we want. And then who are the people that we need to bring on our team to make that happen? So um, that's really it, like super condensed. Um, but I obviously get into a ton more detail inside of Fundraising Freedom, my book. But um, this is what I teach to missionaries. This is what I teach to ministries. And uh, it's just really cool to see them light up once they realize that it's like, oh, this isn't about money. It's about people. It's about making an impact. And it just so happens that we get the opportunity to invite people to be a part of what we're doing. And there's no difference in the nonprofit and the business space when it comes to that. We all are trying to make a difference. <laughs> we're all trying to help people. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's my seven step process. <laughs> it's so good, right guys? So, I mean, if you are out there and you, you have a nonprofit uh, organization or you're thinking to have one, you know who to go, right? Who, who to go after, <laughs> right? Um, the thing is, really, I want to take this opportunity to say that it's interesting, right? Uh, when I coach my clients, you know, uh, consider they are in business, they also feel bad to ask for money. Uh, and for the nonprofit side, right, the married side of people, they also feel bad to ask for money for their mission. So, guys, can we just kind of get rid? get rid of this once for all. Because in the end of the day, what it is, it's a exchange, it's a value exchange, right? Mm -hmm. Basically one side, like for business uh, situation is you obviously provide a solution to somebody out there to solve their problem. Mm -hmm. But so as for the nonprofit organization or missionaries that uh, you literally provide a solution 
for people that we would like to give, we would like to be part of something bigger than us, right? Uh, I remember uh, my leadership mentor, John Maxwell, say once say about uh, the difference between success and significant, significance and greatness, right? So really, we will feel about fulfilled is not the success. Success is a personal goal achieved. But then really you will feel like really rewarding is when you'll be able to share with others. And let's say you're able to give to other people, Um, you know, uh, both giving and receiving, uh, God told me once, require grace. You know, uh, I remember that, you know, when there was a season of uh, um, my family time that we need help and God sent somebody to help us. And for us, that moment was so hard to receive because we've been giving in so long. But we had to go through that season and receive that. And after we received, you know, I, I, I make a promise myself, my heart, that I will be able to do the same for others. Uh, later on and I did and when when I did you know that moment is not the the joy is very different than oh I achieved my revenue goal you know it's it's like oh okay now I achieve a revenue goal so I know the certain percentage I can then um help somebody else and so um I just want to encourage both our people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we all need to be uh, in the top 3% of the mountain. Yes. Right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Because, you know, if you figure like we are in the pretty chaotic world at the moment, if you, uh, let's say, if you don't agree certain voices, uh, but then you feel like although they're minority in number, but it seems that they're always so loud, and it's because they are very successfully connected with, medias with you know uh news outlets with with all different kind of um uh influencers yeah they they don't need a lot of people and that means we don't need a lot of people but we do need people excellently achieve in the top three percent of the mountain and and this is really uh my heart to we want to equip our Christian entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders to go there. And then in marriage part, she have to equip those nonprofit organization leaders that you, you guys should do your best. You have to treat this is not uh, a very different mindset. You have to treat you as a business. Uh, earlier we said what to look at it is we feel like it's legitimate to invest in, to donate, right? Uh, I can tell you that for business people, we like numbers, you know, we, yes, we're going to pray. We're going to feel about it. Holy Spirit leads, but you got to present your message, you know, can resonate, you know, we can feel can resonate with you and, and the numbers, you know, had to be diligent number. Um, yeah. So well, that's why I invite Mary today to come to the podcast. Yes, Mary. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, exactly what you said is that it it really is just this this partnership and we have everybody has to do their part and it is so crazy to me how on both, you know, the business and the nonprofit side, you know, the both sectors really struggle with asking for, you know, just asking for money or feeling like they're, you know, 
do I deserve that kind, you know, like if you're in the coaching or consulting, you know, speaking space, whatever um, that is, it is hard to ask for what you're worth because you're like, I would do this for free. I love doing this, you know? And the same thing on the nonprofit side, they're like, I would do this for free. And I'm like, but you can't because <laughs> your family has to eat. Like you still have to pay the bills. And so both side is doing their best to, you know, do what God has called them to do. And I think that that's what's so beautiful is when you find a great partnership, you're both doing exactly what you're called to do. Nobody's begging. Nobody's, you know, asking for something that the other person doesn't want to give. It really is a win-win situation for both sides. And so I just can't, I can't encourage your people <laughs> enough um, to make more money. <laughs> like, please, please, please go be at the top of that mountain, you know, because our nonprofit leaders are waiting for you to succeed so that you can be generous and help them succeed as well. And so the more you make, the more impact we make in the kingdom and the more we make around, you know, just the impact we can make around the world. And I just, you know, I I, I pray for you guys that you would make so much money you wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> And, and, and the problem, that. <laughs> well, and the problem is, is that it, you know, finding a good cause, I try and tell, you know, my clients a lot that it's like, you have to get prepared so that you can receive the money from the business side because the money is there. We just have to be ready to receive it. So, um, so I love this partnership with you, Kelly, because I was like, you train up those marketplace leaders. You know, you got you guys kill it, please kill it in business. I'm trying to do the same, uh, so that we can be way more generous. And uh, you know, I get to hear the stories of our ministry leaders and our nonprofit leaders when a check comes in. And there are, there's so much happy dancing happening on, on this side and just eyes opening. Like I had no idea that somebody had the ability to give this kind of money and they chose us. So I just want to remind you that your gift is, it, it's not only just money, but it is a seed of faith in an organization that might really, really be struggling. And when you plant that seed in them and say, I believe in you and I believe that what you're doing is making a difference you have no idea how that investment will have a ripple effect, not only through that organization, but through the impact that that organization has on all the other organizations that are watching them. So I just want to highlight the fact that I'm like, oh, I got chills, <laughs> you know, just because I'm like, you you have a lot of power in your hands to really um, just speak life into some of these nonprofits so that they can continue to do the work that they're called to do. So anyways, thank you. Yeah, Kelly, for, you know, just doing what you do. I mean, because I, I, you know, I think sometimes we find that it's like, well, why should we be making more money in business? Is that really glorifying God in any way? And I cannot tell you how powerful it is, especially when you have the giving component to who you are. Like it's part of your character that you want to be outrageously generous. Um, God will bless that and you will be able to just really make incredible impact with your giving. Yeah, I also, you know, kind of now uh, I feel it's Holy Spirit reminding me to share this. You know, when we are not happy about uh, let's say the society we are in, right? Let's say we are not happy about certain situations. Well, don't complain. Be part of solution, right? Um, and one of the uh, way that to make our voice uh, heard, it's 
you gotta be influential, right? So money is just a tool, right? Money is just a tool to to a resource that we can widely use to make difference. And I think you know um, this is this is the you know message for my side of the people, the the the, the Christian entrepreneurs, um, and and for your side of people like. Same thing, right? You you should strive. You should strive to become the one of the best uh, organization in your field. And and there, for me personally, there's no a real competition in the kingdom because God already prepared a certain group of people for certain causes, you know. And and I don't know about you guys, but for me, I count is huge blessing. I only have to give money. Yeah. And then somebody else will do all the hard work to do the, you know, go in the front line to do a lot of things. You know, um, if you've been once or twice in the front line once, then you will probably understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been, uh, personally, we've been in the, you know, in Western world, we've been in, when we live in Vegas, we went into the, um, um, the some uh, ladies, you know, the showgirls, those those places, and or the homeless places, and you know, outside U.S., you know, we went to different kind of countries, you know, just to you have experienced that once or twice, and then you come back to say, oh, if I own, I give that amount of money, they can make so much more difference, you know, that will really fire you up, and I think. And think about seriously. Don't get my word wrong, okay? Don't write me, hate me, or take this uh, wrong context. When I say you only have to give money, meaning we don't have to go to the front physically. To you know, those people, everybody is called to different type of uh, 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 mission and calling, right? So if your calling is in the business mountain, then please, yes, go go ahead to make a lot of money, and then because you know who. Who is the one empower you to create wealth? We know that from Deuteronomy. And therefore, then you give away to then somebody are uh, totally called to the front line to do their part, whatever that causes it, either it's human trafficking, either it's you know, all, all different kind of health-related uh, causes. Uh, but we need to work together if you want to living in a society that you have less complaint with, right? But instead of point fingers, ask yourself, say, what have I done to be part of the solution? If the answer is, oh, I haven't done anything about it, then we may want to close our mouth and go to work, right? Sorry, just very yes. straightforward here. And- no, it's so true. Well, and I, I wanted to highlight real quick, um, if you look at the relationship um, for anybody who follows uh, Warren Buffett and um, you know Bill and Melinda Gates and obviously just their foundation, if you ever hear um, you know uh, Warren Buffett talk about him giving his money to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, it's because he knows that he is gifted at making money. And it is a lot of work to spend that money. And I've, I've even seen like Elon Musk and some of these guys like post on Twitter, like, if you know of some good causes, let me know. They never got into business 
to make money or be philanthropists, they were trying to solve a problem, right? in their business. And so some people come across money and they're like, oh shoot, now I got to give it away. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, they say that Andrew Carnegie, like his biggest challenge was actually giving his money away at the end of his life. And so if you can lock arms with a good organization that you feel confident in, same thing where, you know, Warren said, hey, I trust Bill and, uh, and Melinda, I'm going to put my money over there and let them spend it and invest it the way that they are going to, you know, make the greatest impact. And that's really what you're talking about here. It's like, you know, do what you're gifted at. If if you are gifted at making money, go, <laughs> please. <laughs> and and give, give that money in a place where you know it's going to be multiplied and it's going to make a great impact on a cause that you're passionate about and that you, you know, see an injustice in the world and you're like, gosh, I'd really like to be a part of changing that story for these people's lives. Go find your cause. They are everywhere. <laughs> like, And if you don't know a great cause, you just reach out to me, okay? Because I've got thousands of them, you know, but um, but these ministries and missionaries and of course, uh, you know, just nonprofits in general, they are uh, really looking for opportunities to grow and expand their organizations. And you could be the person who takes them to that next level. Yeah, and then to wrap it up this episode, you know, it literally it just meaning, you know, what is a faithfulness mean? It's multiplication, right? So yeah. this is thing about that three servant story, right? Uh the master called that two servants, which they multiply, they are faithful. And so I want you to think if you can give out your money and basically multiply that result be multiplied for sure. Uh uh through the ripple effects and seeing, you know, for you, you have done your faithfulness part. I think that it's an easy job. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that that is one of the easiest thing for me to check that, okay, at least that part I did multiply, right? I mean, we had multiplying other uh, area in our business, but for me, that part is multiply. And then for the nonprofit organization or ministries, you got to still work that and make sure that multiply too for, you know, for your causes and impacts. So therefore you really, really have to do the good job to communicate. And that's why you need to go to Mary, right? <laughs> to learn all that. And so you can do your multiplication part. You can do your faithfulness part, yeah. right? Okay. So Mary, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. And yeah. uh, uh, tell us where, People can find you. We surely will put all the links in the show notes, but just verbally tell us where people can find you in the website or social media or the book. Yeah, yeah. So the best place is maryvaloni.com and Valoni is V as in Victor, A-L-L-O-N-I. Um, but maryvaloni.com is a great place. You can um, get access to my podcast. Um, I do a weekly show called The Fully Funded Podcast with my uh our mutual dear friend mike kim and um the two of us are helping ministry and missionary leaders you know raise funds and um and then i have a, a podcast called fundraising freedom that has like 180 some episodes that are sitting out there just really helping people with that transition how can i shift my mindset around fundraising and uh, the nonprofit work but um yeah those are the best ways my book is on you know amazon and all the bookstores out there so uh fundraising freedom if you want to gift that to your favorite charity or you know give them you know some insight that's a, a great way to do it but 
Um, if you're right now, though, thinking about starting a nonprofit, I know that so many times it's like, hey, I can't really find the charity that I'm looking for. Um, and so sometimes people get into this like, well, maybe I should just start my own. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with you. So if you're in that place where you're like, hey, I'm I, I'm not sure I actually want to give to another cause. I, I kind of feel like I could do something myself. Uh, yeah, reach out to me and just click that little discovery call button and we'll have a conversation and I'll do my best to help uh, get you on the right path. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mary, yeah. for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. My, this is so much fun. <laughs> so, thank you guys and keep doing good work. Go make more money and go give it away. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. How have you enjoyed the episode? I hope that you feel inspired uh, by this conversation, whether you are nonprofit organization leaders or you are Christian entrepreneurs. Well, we all have to do our part to create that impact that God has called us. If you are one of those leaders that you know it's time for you to up the game for your marketplace positioning so you can attract the right type of business clients, then I would like to invite you to attend the free masterclass. Just go to powerofoneframework.com forward slash masterclass. There, you will learn the four cornerstones to position you as a market of one choice so you can up-level your revenues, your impacts, and ultimately become that faithful servant that God has called you. I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.